Hello, my beautiful friends. It is podcast time with Sarah Joy Gaines. I am Sarah Joy Gaines, and I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for taking some time to listen to this just kind of fun and light conversation that I have with my dear friend Brian of Startup Island, who I've worked really closely with over the past three years, hosting personal development retreats in Costa Rica and Mexico and the Dominican Republic and and all over and so may it be of benefit enjoy it and here we go much love all right we're live we're here all right hey Brian hey Sarah I'm excited we're doing this me too I was excited when you brought up the idea, I think in like April or May. Yeah, a long time ago. Long time ago. But I appreciate that you wanted to do it in person. Yeah, I figure, well, I think you wanted to, I think we both wanted to do it in person. Yeah. And why? And you presented the idea and I was like, yes, because I also want to come see the place. Right. And, and now we're here. Yeah. And I remember when I originally reached out is because I was having conversations with people based on what I believe to be sort of their, not specialty, but whatever they kind of talk about or think about a lot. And so for you, it was a lot of this idea of creation and creativity. And now, as I told you last night, I'm sort of into this concept of real life magic of helping people understand how magic exists every day and how we can bring magic into our everyday feels like magic is creation to me. So I guess my question to you and I'll start off with is what, what does magic mean to you? So I think I I have a a lot of, ways I could take that question uh you know I think of like the magic like my answer four years ago would have been you know David Copperfield Mm. uh what's his name the guy from like the early 1900s oh Houdini Harry Houdini Houdini that kind of magic you know the pull a bunny out of the misdirection yeah and and you know magic tricks And then more recently, maybe like two or three years ago, influenced by the work that we've done with Emma Foles on brand archetypes, learning about the magician archetype, especially as it relates to our business. And the magician archetype being the brand that solves a problem and, and, and in a way that the solution isn't necessarily what you were expecting. Mm. So like the, the, the trick is, uh, it's, it's like, you know, the concept of surprise and delight or, um, giving you more indifferent from what you came in expecting, but exactly what you needed, even if you didn't know Mm -hmm. that you needed it coming in. And, when exploring the archetypes, we realized that Startup Island was a, was a magician. Mm-hmm. In the experiences that we put together, you know, that 
idea of people coming in knowing they're going to get something of value, not knowing exactly what, and then leaving with something tremendously more than what they maybe were anticipating, uh, that was magic. And and people Mm. always said, you know, like the magic of Startup Island, that's like a a phrase that's been thrown around by a lot of our, our travelers. And we started to adopt that language because of that. And more recently, I I would say like in the context of creativity and how my evolving understanding of creativity and how creativity occurs in the mind, um, to me, magic is, is create, like the the two are, 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 can be synonymous in the sense that it's seeing things that other people don't see and making connections that it's not that the connections like the connections were always there but no one decided I'm going to make this connection and and create something at that intersection Mm -hmm. and so like when you think about it through that lens magic is like just noticing and Mm. um you know, bringing it back to like Houdini, these magician, like like a magician makes connections and creates a trick or a presentation or a display that, you know, where, where other people can't see the connection, right? That That's yep. where the trick lies. Um, so I guess those are kind of like my three definitions yeah. and like how they intersect a little bit. Well, I love the idea of magic is noticing. And for me, that brings up just presence and awareness. And I, I was actually thinking about this a few days ago of when is, when did this idea of magic become prevalent in my life? Because it's always you know, kind of what you were saying before, of like people throw around like the magic of Startup Island or, you know, the magic of whatever. And it's, it's a word that like we know when we grow up with, but I started thinking about it. I was like, I, I do use that word a lot now. Like I even look through some of, you know, like a lot of my writings or things I post on Instagram and it's like magic, magic, magic. Connection. Like, yeah. Movement. Magic. Ma- yeah. <laughs> there, right. was, there was a third one yeah, in there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Movement, music, magic. Yeah, that was, I yes. knew it was another M. Yeah. And so but I'm like, when did magic become prevalent in my life and when did it become something that I wasn't just throwing around and was actually starting to experience and notice and what I remembered was kind of like that key moment for me was I was at hostel in the forest so this you know this little hostel in the forest as stated in the title Um, (laughs) in Brunswick Georgia and I was standing they actually had a they have this really nice lake like the one we're on right now and I was standing there and I was just looking out and it was early in the morning and it was one of those kind of existential moments where I was like wow my eyes are taking in these things and creating this visual for me to experience and that in and of itself is magic yes that was actually so I guess you could say not my fourth definition, because again, they're all really boiling down to the same idea. But what I was going to say last night when we started to talk about yeah. this, nature is, is like yeah. the ultimate form of magic. Yes. 
someone asked me a couple weeks ago, like, do you believe in simulation theory? Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this? Like that we're in that a simulation every- and it's, and, it, and, and the theory makes it sound like, you know, like a digital simulation, right. like, like we're a computer program. Someone right. like coded us and, and is like, you know, making experiments and, and adding things to the code and sure. making Donald Trump president and see how we, oh, and right. seeing how we react. So the, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I need to share. I was <laughs> on that topic. I was once, I was in Somerville and they have like this nice walking path and I was sitting on top, not on top of a tree, but sitting on a tree, leaning up against it, reading. And I noticed that there was like these wires coming out of the tree with this rubber casing around it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this tree real? What, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's like the Truman Show, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, Truman was, was, was that's like the, I think, best pop culture example of, of what it would be like to live in a simulation. But that's just one person. This idea is that we're all living through it. And I promise, like, there's a reason I'm bringing yeah, this yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> But, so, so my friend asked me, do you, do you believe in that theory? And I said, yes, but not in the way that most people do. I, I think there's a, like, when you think of a simulation, like, and, and, you know, we, I guess we could go to Merriam-Webster and define what a simulation is. But to me, whether it was, you know, a computer program, you know, some sort of sentient being outside of our comprehension creating us. I mean, when, even when I say that out loud, it sounds a lot like God, yeah. right? It sounds yeah. a lot like... Uh, just you know, <laughs> especially like the Judeo Christian yeah, version of yeah. God, like, you know, some sort of creator. So, so like whether God started the simulation or like some sort of, you know, computer program or the big bang, mm-hmm. right? Like the big bang itself, the, the, the accepted, you know, scientific beginnings of the universe, um, some like like an almost unexplainable catalyst chaos they call it and and particles colliding and then expanding at ever increasing rates has created all of this i mean that sounds a lot like a simulation to me too mm. so this idea that like we live in a simulation it, it's almost like I don't know, like, like when you put it that way, it sounds scary and like, like what's it all for? Yeah. But no matter what your theory in terms of like how all this happened, how all this came to be, you could look at it as like, no matter what, there, there was a beginning and that beginning was the beginning of, of someone's or some entities or, or just nature's simulation. And to me, that is magic. Like the fact that, you know, we're able to create or, you know, someone or groups of people were able to create the phones that we're recording this conversation on right now. Like that's a form of magic. And it's, you know, when when you look into nature, when you look at our, our beautiful view right now and like this lake and think about all of the things that had to occur for mm-hmm. us to be here, for this lake to be here, for these trees to be here, 
Um, and all that's happening right now in this moment to keep it exactly as it is. Yeah. Well, oh, not exactly as it is, ever-changing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to me, that that's magic. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, when you, when you read the Bible, there's a lot of magic going on in there, mm. right? Like Jesus walking on water and the burning bush and... Um, every re- religion, there's there's what we would maybe call magic incorporated into it. And I think that's because, you know, for as long as we've existed and been able to reason and communicate with each other, we've been pondering, like, what is all this? Like, how right, did we get right. here? What's what's the, the big why? And sometimes the easiest way to describe it is magic. Mm-hmm. And again, like, different people will describe that magic in different ways. But I think no matter what your perspective is on creation, all of them are magical, all of creation. And so, so like, you know, you asked about, I think the original (laughs) question was like the connection between creativity and magic creation itself, like Mm. the creation of life itself and and the universe itself is magic well and then take that with i believe it was your first definition when you were talking about the start the magic of startup island of people come for one thing and they leave with something far greater than they anticipated that being magic how is that too just the process and journey of life yeah yeah i mean I didn't have many expectations when we made this drive up to your beautiful cottage in New Hampshire, <laughs> but whatever my expectations were, I'm, I'm getting, yeah, like every experience we have, every moment in the, in the future, we never quite know exactly what we're going to get. No. And so I think this, you know, the last 24 hours have been magic. Agreed. And, um, and not because they were any better or worse than what I was expecting, just because like, yeah, I guess every moment is magical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yep. And we, we did it. That's, that's magic. But it goes back to magic is noticing. And it is that because if you're not noticing, if you're not paying attention, then it isn't magic. Yeah. Then it's just it's just happening and you're not aware of it yeah because every moment literally is magic if we give ourselves the opportunity to stop and realize and look up and notice at how these leaves are like shuddering in the wind and what magic that creates yeah or when the light shines on the lake and it creates diamonds on the lake that's my favorite kind of magic to look at every day yeah yeah it's noticing and it's and it's making the choice right because we could choose to sit here and say, oh, well, that's just like the wind and the natural, right. you know, jet streams and, and, you know, climate. Happenings. Yeah. like Climate like, happenings. I like that phrase. I like that too. <laughs> it's now what I'm going to refer to it, weather as climate happenings. Yeah. But so, so we can like draw a, yes. a, at a surface level, a scientific Yep. explanation or a magical explanation. I think mm. what I'm realizing and 
I guess, trying to articulate is that they're one in the same. It's just a different way of articulating it. Right. Like, science itself is fucking magical. Because mm-hmm. when you get down, like, you know, when you trace the theories back and you say, this is true because that is true, and that is true because that is true, and that is true because that is true. When you, when you swim upstream far enough, again, the beginning of it all is a, is a bang, mm-hmm. is chaos and particles coming together and expanding. Where did those particles come from? Like, what even is chaos? Like, what mm. are you taught? Like, it's, I mean, again, when you, when you swim upstream enough, the answer is magic. And, and so whether you choose to like say, oh, it's just, it's just the wind or, right. you know, it's just the current or it's just, well, yeah, duh, that's, that's life. Like you never know what to expect. Sure. That, that's like one way of looking at it. And we can say all of that is, is magical. Mm. Like, so I guess it's just a, a way of appreciating the richness of life and the complexity of life. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that, like, like I don't want to sit here and say, oh, it's magic, and then, like, stop. Po- uh, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just magic. Don't, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> you'll never figure it out because it's magic. It's magic, and... We can continue yeah. to ponder and, and contemplate and, you know, theorize. Well, and isn't that sort of an element of magic there is some sort of mystery to it that you well how did you do that trick exactly it's like alexis for for my birthday a couple years ago brought me to this incredible magic show and the rest of it like we did the magic show and then we went out for dinner and had a whole night it was beautiful and the rest of the night we were talking about how he did the tricks yeah and i feel like that is life right Right. like how did we get here (laughs) Like, that's what we're, that's, you know, what so science... life itself is the magic trick. We are trying to figure out how the fuck we just pulled a bunny out of this Yeah, hat. how they did it. Whoever, yeah. they, and who is they? <laughs> yeah. um, is there a they? What is this all for? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's us. Any contemplative science, yeah. I, I, maybe that's, you know, I wonder if, like, there are any scientists out there who feel like they are trying to figure out the magic trick that is the universe like Mm. that because that in the context of this conversation that's what science is it's trying to figure out the trick Hmm. and maybe who is the magician or what is the Uh, magician the creator it's the magician you Yeah, I mean that that's that's one way to look at it. Well, there's the micro and the macro, really. Yeah. Cuz there's the greater magician. But then there's the magicians, every single one of us walking around creating the magic of our own lives, which is creating the magic of the entirety. Yes. But who is the OG? And not just us. This tree is making so much magic right now. So much magic. Like yeah. th- th- you know every Everything we see and touch and feel is, is, is part of the magic and a magician in and of itself. Mm. Hmm. 
for those of you who <laughs> can't see what's happening in the silence, I am showing Brian a bracelet I'm wearing, which my dear friend and client B gave me, which says, you are magic. Yeah. And then, like, you know, we can get even more into the weeds with ourselves and, like, yeah. the, how magical is oh the human God, the, body. Yeah. Oh, my God. How many feet of intestines do we have? I think six. That's longer than me. Yeah. If I took my intestines out of my Don't body quote me on that, and laid the them way. out, they would Someone be longer than me. Someone fact check me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's a thing. Um, just like the way the digestive system works, breath, like the fact that I'm breathing mm. right now and my heart is beating and like those two things together are keeping me alive along with like a super complex system of organisms and blood flow and a skeleton and skin like it's all ma fucking magic i have a question for you how do you think your days would shift if you woke up every morning and took some amount of time to recognize the magic that is you well i'm wondering what that would look like and how how am I already doing that? Mm. So I think, you know, part of, part of my morning routine is, is a gratitude practice. It's yoga and it's creation. And now basketball, morning hoops. I have been doing that for the last month. Thank you for reminding me. Okay. And we could, we could extract the magic from that as well. But just those, those three big things, gratitude, yoga, creation, those are three things that I do in the first half hour of my morning every day for the last like three years. Can you remind me what you do for the creative bit? Essentially ideate. Okay. I, I write down ideas within a certain like area of focus. Sometimes I'll choose that area of focus the night before, like when I'm writing out my schedule for the next day, which I do most nights. Um, in the morning routine section, I'll put a word or a focus area, an area of my business that I'm trying to like innovate within or, you know, diverge and come up with new ideas within or like a world's problem or something silly. Um, like a few weeks ago, I did ideas for like a virtual Halloween. And because the, the area of focus is less important than the practice itself. Right. It's, it's just literally a creativity practice and um, flexing the creativity muscle, which over time, like you, you see the dividends and this isn't my idea. Like this idea of a creative creativity practice as part of your morning routine. Uh, I kind of like develop my own version of something that James Altucher does who he's like a blogger author podcaster um crazy hair really interesting guy and uh i read a blog post that he wrote years ago josh actually recommended it to me and he talks a little bit about like his ideation practice and the idea of becoming an idea machine and and that blog post, like we use that and a bunch of other uh, resources and, and personal experience to create 
an ideation workshop mm. that we've done on dozens of college campuses over the years. So, but for me, like that morning creativity practice is just uh, making connections as, yeah. as we mm. were talking about before. Like, I'll wait for this track to go by. It's finding connections. So in a sense, observing, noticing the magic in the natural world and pull, like extracting the magic onto the, to the page on, mm. in, in, in through written, written word. That's where the ideas come from, making the, the connections. But uh, yoga as well, like when I move my body, I tune into the magic that is my body and that is my insides, mm -hmm. everything that's going on. And I, I say, oh, like that feels different today. Like, or, or, you know, that feels better today. How magical is that? And, and I'm not yes. thinking this consciously. So maybe the answer is, is appreciating, um, explicitly appreciating the magic more um, and that could come through the gratitude practice. Mm. So um, the gratitude practice is the third big thing I do every morning. And that's just like in my notes app on my phone. Um, and I keep it there because like, I don't know what like, you know, God forbid I forget my notebook, yeah. but I'll never forget my phone. <laughs> uh, I guess that's like the world we live in these days or I live in these days. So, and that's just like a running, I, I, I um, like I, I have one running notes, running note in my, uh, iPhone's notes app, uh, and it runs for a full year. And at the end of the year, I start a new note. So I have like year one, two, three, like my current note is, is year four, uh, since I've been doing this and Sometimes I write down one thing. Sometimes I write down 10 things. No real structure to that. But just like the, the biggest, the most important thing to me is just like really savoring whatever I'm grateful for. Mm. Um, and this concept of savoring is something that uh, I learned through Lori Santos's Science of Well-Being or Science of Happiness course through Yale that they like uh, offered to the public for free like when the pandemic started. And, uh, savoring is just like really reliving or like visualizing mm. the thing, the person, the experience that you're grateful for and like putting yourself really in, in the gratitude in the moment. So, so all of those things I think are, again, acknowledging the magic that is life, that is mm -hmm. me, that is us. But I think what this conversation might might do is is just like add a little more majesty mm. into all three of those those things, or the again like the awareness of the magic in those three things. Right, right. Which only leads to more magic. Yeah, probably. I have one final question Ooh. that I'll now ask. 
So when I ask this question, just let the first thing come to mind, come to mind. Okay. What's the most magical moment that you've experienced that you can think of? Whoa. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is Startup Island. Mm. Um, like I picture myself at Leaves and Lizards on that last night listening to everyone share the magic that they experienced over the course of the week and, and listen to myself both internally and as I tried my best to articulate it for the group, the magic that I experienced, that's a magical moment. Like mm. that moment when everyone's really essentially articulating the magic that they experienced that in itself is magic. That's metamagic. Metamagic. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind. How about you? Hmm. I mean, when you were just describing those, uh, those times in Startup Island... I mean, I was right back there with you, which I loved how you said of like, put yourself in the gratitude. It reminds me of in Friends when Joey steps into the map, like step into the, you're oh, not a Friends, you're not a friends person. I don't know person. if I know that reference. Oh, I mean, I know Friends and I know Joey, <laughs> but I don't know that. Specific. They're in London and he's trying to figure out their way. So he's opening up the map and he's, so he's like, let me step into the map. So he puts the map on the floor and literally steps into it. This is oh. before iPhones had maps. Kind of like in Mary Poppins when they like jump into the painting can i tell you that i've never seen mary poppins oh my god i know if friends is here <laughs> mary poppins oh man you gotta you gotta i mean that's that. magic she flies on an umbrella oh my right? god sarah you of all people are gonna love this movie i don't i'm not even worried about managing expectations here for you, okay. you like you're gonna fucking love <sighs> mary poppins wow <laughs> You're going to be singing the songs for weeks. I'm so excited. Um, but sorry. I No, no, no. That's okay. We went where we were supposed to go. I. It's really hard to think of one moment because so yeah. many moments. Yeah. And, you know, something that you were talking about before of, you know, magic is making connections. And what that makes me think of is the connections of the people that I connect with. Mm. And in terms of, I mean, I said it to you this morning with you and Alexis sitting there. I was like, I have such amazing friends and two of them are right yeah. here. And that's both true in just my, you know, I guess I say my personal life and my professional life, but really so much of it is blended. And something that I've always felt so grateful for is how I'm able to pull so many of my friends into the work that I do and just how that's so interwoven um, and so I think what comes to mind right now in this conversation is just the magic of the friendships and relationships that I have made. We were just talking about how four years ago, you know, when I was, you know, we didn't even know each other. Then. Yeah. But then how magical is it that now you're here yeah. or in my home and having this conversation and how many magical moments on Startup Island have we shared? Yeah. Even. So magic is making connections and it's connection itself. Mm. Like 
magic is, and I'm talking connection with a K. With a no. connection. <laughs> connection. Maybe. Hey. Well, yes. Well, that was the connection was the, what did we define it as? The power that's created when you connect to your body, your mind, yeah. and your community. Yeah. The energy that's harnessed, that's yeah. what it was. The energy that's harnessed when you connect to your body, your yeah. mind, and community. And, I mean, you could call it connection. You could call it love. Like, lo- you know, the, the love that shows up in the connection. Like mm. when, and, and, and this could be like when you meet someone for the first time and you... Uh, like, this actually happened recently. It happens all the time for me, but it's it's been happening less, I think, since COVID because I don't meet new people in person as much as I used to. I've had such a different experience, which I found interesting. Please continue your huh. thought. Well, I, like, for for the longest time and specifically for, like, the last seven years, you know, my, what I call, like, my entrepreneurial career... Um, pre COVID, I was meeting new people all the time, you know, Mm. coffee, happy hour, parties, you know, investors, customer, like whatever it was. And, and, uh, you could make the argument that every connection is magical, but like there are certain connections, there are certain experiences where like the relationship is like you know, has just hatched yep. and, and you like click in a way. Yes. Exactly. That, yep. that click. And it's like, that is magic. That is connection. Yep. That yep. is love. Yes. Even though neither, like, it'd be weird for either of us to say like, that is love. <laughs> uh, but it wouldn't be, you could depending ar- on the kind of people you, yeah. you could go there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, recently, and it happens like it happens on zoom. Um, but I don't know, maybe it's partially the difference between like connecting in person versus connecting on zoom. Maybe it's more so the fact that I have deliberately been taking less like new connection mm. calls since COVID. Cause I've been trying to consume less, create more. And for me, like connecting with new people, like there's an aspect of consumption there yeah. and creation, but Um, I just have been trying to free up more time, uh, to write and, 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 you know, create workshops and stuff these days. And, and I spend a lot of time on zoom with our team. Right. So, but even then, so, so, so I guess in the context of like, you know, the team or people that I connect with regularly, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you could notice observe and appreciate the magic in in those connections as well but what were you gonna say well i was just this is something that i've recognized recently is how many new connections that have felt like magic that i've made over the course of covid Mm. and it's been really interesting to think about um especially like, of course, given the context of the world. And then you, I go back to, again, your first definition of magic of like something that ends up being something else. I mean, I had a few moments. I think all the 
um, all the connections, majority of the connections that I have made this year have come um, from in-person events, but, you know, ones that happened prior to COVID mm-hmm. or a few that have happened during COVID, but with COVID testing, I mean, mainly elements really is that festival. And I think about so many people that I've met there who just from that moment just felt like, oh yeah. my God, whoa. Yeah. Um, and it, it makes me think of, I had on my birthday in September, I was with, uh, with a group that I had just met recently and they had given me they had got me a mint chocolate chip ice cream birthday cake and it was like this whole group of people that I barely knew, only knew one of them really and then he introduced me to everybody else and I remember sitting there thinking, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that in the middle of a global pandemic I would have been at this house in September with this whole group of strangers that would have been giving me, giving me this birthday cake and I would have been like, what? Like, and that in and of itself, like that was magic. Yeah. That thing that wasn't there that I had no anticipation for at the start of the year or certainly not at the start of coronavirus. Yeah. Um, but I think that just goes to show that, you know, magic shows up in mysterious ways. Mm. Even in hardship and pain and trauma and challenges things that you wouldn't necessarily have wanted for yourself or for the world right but in a sense could they make those moments even more magical Mm. because they're still existing within a place of yeah of trauma or hardship yeah have you ever read the book tribe by sebastian junger no i feel so he he talks about You could say the book is about connection during times of trauma. Mm. Um, And he offers a lot of like, a lot of ideas and and research that might be contrary to like what you would assume. Like, like the easy example, because we both lived through it, is like the the unity that happened after 9-11, especially in New York. Uh, but throughout the country and how in some of the darkest, most tragic moments, magic is like what pulls us through. Mm. And again, magic in the form of connection, creation. Um, you see this like during recessions as well with like the creation of new companies. You yeah. Know? Uh, a lot of the biggest companies today were either created after like the dot-com bubble burst or the recession of 07, 08. And, and there are a lot of companies being created or recreated now um, that are, you know, we're going to look back on as companies, creations, aka magic, yep. that emerged from this crisis. That's not what the book's about. The book is about more about like people coming together during times like that and how um, a lot of like what we think about connection and loneliness is actually causing the connection and loneliness, oh, like like the assumptions that we have about um, 
yeah, just like when people are best able to or most inclined to connect. Um, it's a good read. I haven't read in a while, so like it's not as fresh in my mind, but I feel like you would like it. Tribes. Tribe. Tribe. Just tribe. Ooh, just There's another tribe. book called Tribes that I haven't read. Okay. Well, I think to close out, let's kind of recap All right. our, our takeaways here. So magic is noticing. Magic is also perception. Magic is nature. There's a magic spider is... weaving its web on my hat. Ooh, I see that. That's, that's magic. That's magic. <laughs> magic is creation. Making connections, noticing, appreciating the connections. Magic is letting yourself be surprised at the outcome. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. I feel like we danced around that, but I I like the way you just articulated it. Being surprised at the outcome. Letting yourself be surprised by the outcome because I think ego often you know our egos often say oh I I knew this would happen or I knew this was coming I had a feeling this would this would happen or uh but like is that fun like like how does it feel when when someone says to you oh yeah I knew that would happen right 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 what's the What's the harm in saying, wow. Yeah, letting yourself. I can't believe it. Yep. Not I can't believe it because like I think, you know, well, it's an, a, anything is can be believable. But and, you know, I think we go back to the idea of like the magic trick, the magic show. I mean, think of the experience of going to a magic show with somebody who is just letting themselves be wowed by that moment yeah. versus going with someone who's like, well, that's bullshit. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. So maybe magic is a choice. Yeah. And magic is fun. It is. This is fun. (laughs) My feet are cold. Yeah. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know they are. Um, Is there anything that you would like to share in terms of where people can connect with you? Mm. Uh, well, right now I'm in Harrisville, New Hampshire. <laughs> come, come find me at Sarah's house. <laughs> no, actually, uh, later I'll be, I'll be back home in the Hudson Valley. But no, I guess in, in these times of physical distancing, it's better that you connect with me online. Uh, and then maybe if you get to know me well enough, I'll invite you over <laughs> to wherever we are. But yeah, LinkedIn... Or Twitter, LinkedIn is it has become my platform of choice, my social platform of choice. Uh, it's Brian Helfman on LinkedIn. Same on Twitter. And uh, every Friday at twelve, we host conscious conversations on a different topic. Uh, sometimes we do, you know, topics like technology's impact on society 
think about, notice, appreciate the magic of technology, but also look at um, some of the, the downsides and drawbacks. That's That was the topic we did last week. Uh, and yeah, conscious conversations, great way to connect. Uh, people say that those are pretty magical. They are. And uh, that's where I'm at every Friday at 12. So yeah. Well, thanks, B. That's where I be. Yeah. Glad we did this. Glad Thank we you. waited to do it in person, too. Yeah, same. Yeah. All right. Thank you. This Thank was you. fun. This magic moment.